what the Bears are what we thought they were. What, what we thought they were. We played them in preseason. Who the hell takes a third game in a preseason like it's bull? We played them in the third game. Everybody played three quarters. The Bears are who we thought they were. And that's why we took the damn field. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. All right, and welcome in to, this is, uh, what, episode three now, all right? Episode three. Episode three. Had a pretty good had a pretty good weekend last weekend. I, I did anyways. I think you did as well. Uh, not by these standards. Uh, no, not, I think the, the yeah, on the sheet the picks weren't very good, but I think we both ended up pretty good. Yeah. So, I don't know if some bets changed as the games got closer, but um, a pretty solid weekend. Started off with the weird uh, Thursday night game with Miami trouncing the uh, Baltimore Ravens. They did. That was a big surprise. Uh, it comes to my unliking because uh, the Eagles obviously have the Dolphins first round pick. If you've listened to the first two episodes of the show, you'll know that by now. Uh, uh, so. Yeah, they've got um, another winnable game. This one, they got the, are they playing the, um, the Jets? The I Dolphins. Think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the Dolphins play the Jets. That's yeah. right. But now Bills got back on track. Uh, Cowboys got back on track um, after weird losses, and then the Chiefs get back on track. Chiefs get back on track, and you told me this early in the year that it was like the Chiefs probably going to be there at the end, and uh, they looks like they probably are. So they're. Uh, I didn't realize. I heard they played like the tough one of the toughest strengths of schedule too, which probably has a little bit to do with what's been going on. Um, they've got another tough one this weekend too. Uh, Bucks go down. Uh, Washington tags them, beats them, boy by ten. Yep. Um, so there were still a few, uh, a st- still a few weird results uh, starting off this week. We just watched the Thursday night um, Patriots Falcons game, and the Falcons looked just abysmal. Yeah, Super Bowl Fifty One rematch. Obviously, big, big difference in the teams at this point. No Tom Brady for New England anymore, as you know. Matt Ryan's still at the helm for the Falcons, but feels like that's coming to an end. Yeah, uh, I don't know if they're going to go to though. This I don't know when the last time this happened. Three quarterbacks for the Falcons threw interceptions because Matt Ryan had two. Then they put in Josh Rosen, <laughs> he throws a pick, and then they put in Philippe was it Felipe Franks Felipe I think. Felipe Franks, yeah. And then he throws a pick first pass. I would like to know how many times there's ever been three different quarterbacks throw a pick for the same team. Yeah, but Atlanta kind of felt like pretenders after the last couple of weeks. Dallas definitely brought that to light last week. Yeah, you know. It really just brings you back to, you know, Kyle Pitts is a great player. I think he's going to be a great pro, maybe maybe even a Hall of Famer someday. I think he's that good. Yeah. But whatever should the Falcons the, like, have taken a quarterback? Probably. But it really just seems like since that game where they lost the Super Bowl after being up 28-3, it's oh, like yeah. whatever soul they had in his organization has just been gone since. Yep. I mean, really, they've just not recovered. Mm-hmm. So I, I, kind of, I bet them I, – I've – I went plus seven with Atlanta. I thought it was a lot of points. I thought they bounced back a lot better than that after getting uh, destroyed by um, the Cowboys this past weekend. And then the Patriots coming off that huge win on the on the over the Browns uh, just seemed like kind of a perfect spot to bet the Falcons. But uh, the public was right tonight. The uh, Patriots rolled. So. Yeah, I liked New England. I thought that they were just going to be too much defensively for what Atlanta's offense had down. Cordero Patterson and um, also down Calvin Ridley for uh, the health yeah. reasons the last couple of weeks. So uh, 
as we stated last week, hope that uh, he gets his mind right and we can see him get back on the field this year. I think we're going to jump into the college slate. Um, got started yeah. tonight with a Louisville big 40-point victory over yeah. Duke, uh, who is absolutely terrible, <laughs> Yeah, as we know. But uh, I like Louisville it, tonight. They've, they've, been, they've heated up a little bit. We don't that. have Kentucky on our board, so I do kind of want to jump into that game and see if the Louisville game tonight kind of worried you going into next Saturday. Uh, there's always like a weird nervousness going into the Louisville game. I I think we're better. I think we have a better team. It's the past couple of times we played them, it's been all trenches is why we win. I don't know that I've seen that they've improved in that area. Um, we're really this. I mean, we're like the same team. We just kind of a stoops. I don't know, kind of stoops effect on our teams. And when we got, we're usually big up front on both sides. We have average skill players, average quarterback. We've got some pretty good skill players this year. A couple at least, but um, I, it's going to be closer than I thought. I guess mid midpoint of the season, I, no, I would have said we went by twenty. Start but, of the season, I yeah. I got a bet with one of our buddies, Caleb. Uh, yeah. That uh, you know, just a straight up in this game, and I'm actually going to the game with him. So yeah. uh, I've never been to Cardinal Stadium, never uh, never been to a Kentucky Road game. So yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I think it's just Malik Cunningham's probably better than I thought. Uh, he was it's probably the biggest difference. Yeah, and, yeah, he's gotten a lot yeah. better, especially since that first game against Ole Miss. Yeah, it, they so. they've lost some games I should have won. I'm I'm more worried about. I I really think we're gonna win the game. I'm gonna okay. stick with I'm gonna stick with that, but we'll see. Okay, so with that, we will go down our list. Unless you want to hit any college basketball, any basketball you want to hit before we get started. Um, no, though really. I mean, been a couple upsets. Seton Hall beat Michigan. Um, Mike Krzyzewski's son and Paula Benchero got caught out doing shenanigans. Doing a little boozing? A little boozing. I, do, I don't know what aiding and abetting a DWI is, but I'm pretty sure I've done it. So. I think they tried to cover that. <laughs> I, <don't know>. I, <laughs> think, I think you and I both have probably <laughs> done it. But Weird wording. There. I've never heard that crime. You know, so, it sounds know. like an article or a few articles were written to make it seem like Paolo Banchero was not drinking alcohol as much as possible. Yeah, which I don't care because we uh, that uh, 2012 Terrence Jones, what he yeah. like? He like hopped out of a car and Dude. started sprinting. <laughs> like, real, sto- I don't real really story. Care. Real it's story. Real story. It was downtown, or it was it was off of what's that street? What's the street with Bear Bear and the Butcher? Oh, Euclid. I have no idea. Yeah, it's Euclid. Euclid. So, fun fact, me and uh, someone that uh, was at my wedding uh, were at Club Forte that night, yeah. and I actually took a picture with Terrence Jones in the club. On the, infa- on the yeah, infamous it a, night? It was the night of my birthday. Oh, actually. really? Yeah, the, and the day before the first game of the season. Yeah. First regular season game. I took a picture with Terrence Jones because one, one of our uh, – one of our friends <laughs> got me to take a picture with him, got him to take a picture with me. I'm sorry. Um, and, yeah, sure enough, later that night, uh, police pulled him over. And, and, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember him drinking, per se, that night. I mean, he didn't seem drunk. I was, you know, stoked that he yeah. took a picture with me. He's like, fuck that. But, yeah, the dorm. but yeah, that uh, <laughs> that actually happened. I can show you the picture. I'll put it up yeah. on Twitter just for our followers. Speaking of Twitter... Yeah, uh, we are on Twitter now. Oh, you can yeah. follow us at, at 
BG Betting. Yep. At BG Betting. I believe. Pod, podcast. Right? At BG Betting. Yeah, podcast. I can check that. We should be more prepared. <laughs> We're not prepared. <laughs> BG Betting Pod. BG yeah. Betting Pod. Follow us on Twitter at BG Betting Pod. There we go. Uh, show's going to come out Friday morning. So, uh, you know, follow our picks this week. Uh, we'll see how we do. Kyle had a monster week last week. I didn't do too bad myself. So, going into this big Saturday slate. Yeah, it's a there's a couple of big games. With the the slate last weekend was definitely better overall. There's a lot more going on. But, it's a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. This week's interesting. I I say we jump right into a big noon Saturday, Michigan State at the shoe. Nineteen and a half Shoe's point favorite. Nineteen and a half point favorite. Big game. Um, Playoff implications, I suppose. It's I guess the, either of these teams really could get in. This is the game before the yeah. game. The game uh, before Ohio State and Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the only thing that the, – what immediately jumped out to me is the, the line. Obviously, you're at 19 and a half, so it just feel, it feels like – Vegas loves Ohio State, man. That, and I feel like they're just like begging you to take Michigan State. It's kind of like last week. You're like It was like begging you to take Purdue, and Ohio State just crushed them. Um, so Stroud is the new Heisman favorite. He passed Bryce Young on that in that regard. Yeah, um, they did finally wake up and they just laid it on Purdue. You know, they looked like a team that was premier in talent, had the advantage in talent, had the advantage in coaching. I'm not so sure that that is the case this Saturday because Mel Tucker uh, was made the highest paid African American coach. And Did he accept the offer? All sports there. He was, he was offered it. Yeah, he's yeah. just offered. So I, you know, that's a that's a hell of a deal. It's gonna be interesting to see if anyone counter offers that or if he even listens to anything. Yeah. Uh, Michigan State had the bounce back game against Maryland. Obviously, coming off the loss to Purdue the week before. Yeah. Ohio State crushed Purdue. Kenneth Walker's still very much in that Heisman conversation. Yeah. You know. The big matchup thing here is Ohio State's um, passing passing offense versus Michigan State passing defense. Ohio State averaging 353 yards passing a game, good for sixth in the country. And uh, Michigan State's giving up 350 passing yards a game, 130th in the country. So definitely, definitely lean Ohio State there. That's one of the big matchups. Yeah, Aiden O'Connell, um, Aiden O'Connell at Purdue had over 500 yards against his Michigan State defense come couple of weeks ago as I stated on last week's show. I you know, I don't know I don't see how CJ Stroud it's CJ, right? Yeah, I believe so. CJ yeah. Stroud, I don't see how he just eats up carves up this defense. If I had to make a pick here, I'm probably leaning Ohio State, but I mm-hmm. really don't like it. Um it's a lot of points, especially for two high ranked teams like that. Ohio yeah. State's been up and down against the spread. They've been really shaky over the last month. Besides last week, mm-hmm. I think I like the over here. I think both these teams can score a lot of points. Yeah, I would. I would definitely probably lean over. I like a couple of totals better that I'm not going to bet this one. I'm going to go Ohio State laying the points as well. Um, I think that's the one to stay away from, though. It's just a weird line. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Moving on to Happy Valley. Is that Happy Valley? Uh, yeah, I think so. Clemson. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, death. It's Death Valley in Penn State. Yep. Or is that LSU? I think Death Valley is LSU. There's a lot of valleys. Okay. Search, search Happy Valley. Happy Valley. Um, 
But yeah, I think it is Happy Valley Clemson. Okay. Um, but yeah, another weird one. They've got uh, they've got Clemson four and a half point favorites, which is kind of another line. They're like begging you to take Wake Forest. Wake Forest, they've lost one game. Clemson's kind of sucked this year now. Definitely under under expectations. Especially offensively, I, I don't know about their defense. Yeah, and Wake Forest scores a ton of points every game. Um, this is another weird one for me. I kind of lean Clemson just because, like I said, it's almost like they're begging you to take Wake Forest. They're Death Valley. Death Valley. Who yeah, is? Clemson is Death Valley. Penn State is. Then what's LSU? Know. They're also Death Valley. There's two Death Valleys? Okay. I would have said, hmm, Clemson. Is it? Dabo Sweeney. I, like I said, we're not. We're not prepared. <laughs> I, I mean, to not to not know, it's embarrassing. I think we no. I think that we knew it. We just it would seem weird that there would be two Death Valleys, but it just turns out that there is. Yep. So, but no, I'm going. I'm going Clemson here. This is another one. I'm not in love with any college bets this week. I'm. I'm really not. This. There's a lot of games kind of stay away for me. I think both this one and the Ohio State ones. Are, are games like that for me? I'm I'm going Clemson, but I don't think I'm going to bet it. So this is the toughest defense that Wake Forest has seen all season, in my opinion. Uh, Justin Ross is out for Clemson. Uh, he is NFL bound, has a stress stress fracture in his foot. So yeah, you know Clemson's offense has been up and down all year. Well, really mostly down. So, you know, I don't think that there's much to ride home about what they can do offensively. Wake Forest has covered five of the last seven games against Clemson. Yeah. I think Wake Forest is just a better team. So, I'm taking mm-hmm. Wake outright. Take Wake outright? Yeah. Think about the money line? I If I were if I were making a play here, I think it would take Wake. They're just a better team. I don't know. I don't and I agree. It's, just, uh, it's if, just a weird, I, you know. Do you uh, give the, like – if you're looking at college football from the outside looking in and you're just a football fan and you don't know much about these teams, do you yeah. weigh more of what a team does offensively or what a team does defensively? Definitely offensively. I think we've reached a point where like the better off – even if it's like, oh, they've got a great defense, that team's got a great offense, I'm going with the team with the great offense. So Sam Hartman at Wake has been one of the best quarterbacks in the country all year. For sure. But so Clemson a, can't stop anybody is my thought. Like, I mean – so maybe Cle- maybe Clemson. Saying, so. I mean, I'm sorry. Wake Forest. I say Clemson. Wake yeah. Forest can't stop anybody. They can't. Like they so can't. maybe Clemson. I mean, if you can get you know three four touchdowns, they do have a good defense. Can the defense make enough plays? Could be a coming so, out party for DJ this week. Hope so. Against that defense, DJ ukulele. Yep. I'm I'm gonna go with Wake Forest. You're gonna go Wake there. Okay. Yep. So move to another big. Noon Saturday game. We got the Cyclones of Iowa State traveling to Norman, Oklahoma. What a disaster last week for Oklahoma. Their playoff hopes go up in smoke. I was all over it, man. I was all over it. I wanted it. I wanted Oklahoma to lose last week. I thought they would lose last week. I bet Baylor. Um, yeah, I just, I've just been selling Oklahoma all year. I just never believed in it. And I, I just love that Caleb Williams finally plays a good defense and has a, a shit stat game. Because I just thought it was all fluky. Yeah, he got benched. Uh, Rattler came in in relief, and I thought he was going to get him rolling for a second. He came out and threw his first pass, and it was like a 50-yard, uh, what looked to be a completion, but they ended up calling it incomplete, and that kind of put an end to it all right there. They they were too inconsistent to trust from the beginning of that game. You know, I don't know how you continue to ride that, that offense – 
going into this week. Mm-hmm. You know, Iowa State's going to want to run the ball and play defense is what they're going to And they've got do. a good defense. Yeah. Uh, they're only giving up 21 points a game. Um, they definitely got the yards, uh, I mean, the advantage there. Um, when you look at kind of the just deep stats, um, just efficiency ratings, there's a lot of it favoring Iowa State. I mean, I think they might just have the better team. I, really, I mean, I mean – I mean, you're not going to be able to put, you're not going to be able to depend on Oklahoma to do anything defensively. No. They have no pass rush. You know, they their only chance is to get lucky. To be honest, I mean, yeah. And they were supposed to get healthy on defense last week, and it just wasn't there. I Oklahoma I think, giving up six yards a play. I think Brock Purdy just can sit back there and pick them apart if yeah, he has Giving to, up eight they, and a half yards a pass. They should be able to just run the football and Purdy throw it underneath. And you know, I I can't trust any I can't trust Oklahoma any further this season. Playoff chances went up in smoke last week. I yeah. like the Cyclones on the road. And I like that added effect of it, too. It's kind of, you know, that you've been going for this playoff the whole time, and then and now it's gone. How do you react the next week? And there's been some weird Lincoln-Riley uh, rumors out to LSU. I don't know how much merit they have, but there's have you seen that? Where there's a little bit of that kind of buzz growing? I have not. I, I don't put much stock into it because I, I can't see Lincoln-Riley leaving Oklahoma unless it's for the NFL. Yeah. But, okay. I mean, I, I know LSU has the dollars to spend, but yeah. I, I have a hard time seeing – and leave Oklahoma, and Oklahoma can probably match anything that LSU sure. wants to do. Um, so. I'm going Iowa State plus plus the four, and that's going on my card. Yep, okay. I'm betting that. So up to I-75 we go. SMU uh, going to Cincinnati. Yes. Uh, Cincinnati needs they they need the style points here to continue to be in the conversation for the playoffs. Uh, they're 11-point favorites at home over Southern Methodist. Yeah. Uh, best best team they played? Got to be. Yeah, they play. Um, well, outside of Notre Dame. Uh, yeah, yeah, for okay. sure. Um, I think it's this, and then they finish out with ECU or Houston, one of the two. I can't remember. Um, a lot of traps out there for me this week. Like, when I look at the lines, like, what have, what has Cincinnati done lately? They've not covered spreads. And then you look, and it's SMU. It's like this is the best team they played. Well, obviously SMU is going to cover the number, uh, but I'm going to I'm leaning in Cincinnati. Big reason being they both teams average about 40 points a game, but the defensive numbers for Cincinnati are just way better. Uh, SMU's giving up 27 a game. Cincinnati's only giving up 17 points a game. Um, yards per play 4.3 yards. Cincinnati almost six first uh, SMU. So and the, it's the takeaways too. Cincinnati's forcing almost three a game. Um, average turnover margin per game is almost one, while SMU's almost negative one. Yeah, Cincinnati sits about right in the middle, fifty-six in the country in passing and fifty-six in rushing. So yeah. I think it's like a misconception about what they are. Like because I you tend to think since like a big time scoring team, they're more of a defensive team. Yeah, they're. I mean, fifty-six isn't bad by any means, but. I think Riddler can be able to go out there and spread it around, and mm-hmm. I think Cincinnati's going to go out there and score a bunch of points, and I, I really think that's what this game is all about is points. That's why I'm going to take the over. I think yeah. I like Cincinnati here. I think they jump out on their necks. They know that they mm-hmm. need to stop points to stay in this playoff conversation. Need this one. So I think we're in agreement here. Yeah, I'm betting this one too. This, this is going on my card. Okay. Cincy. All right. Uh, to Tuscaloosa. 
Arkansas Tuscaloosa. is a – I saw that line move up to 21, and that's where we're at. Yep. So, Arkansas getting 21 on the road at Alabama. Uh, Arkansas squeaked one out at LSU last week in overtime. Yeah. Uh, at LSU. Really good game. Yeah, I was too. Uh, I, you know, they – it's not to say that they didn't play hard for Coach O, but, you know, uh, I, I thought that they were going to win that game, and they didn't. Uh, Bama, a lot of points against their FCS opponent last week. Who was it? Mercer? Yeah, right? somebody. It was like 60 yeah. points. It was a lot of yep. points. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I kind of I kind of go back to what Arkansas did against Georgia earlier mm-hmm. in the year, and that wasn't a pretty sight. wasn't good. So, no. you know, obviously a lot of points here. I'm not sure Arkansas is ready for this moment. Their, their coach has made them a very – you know, mm-hmm. uh, I think I think he's done a hell of a job in such a quick turnaround in a short period of time. Uh, but I, I just don't think it's enough for Alabama here. I think uh, yeah. roll tide roll in this case. Yeah, and they uh, they didn't cover against LSU. That was a weird game. Um, the fact that this is at Alabama is, or is it at Alabama or at Arkansas? It's at Alabama. Yeah. So, and um, you might have a situation too where uh, Saban's wanting to kind of prove a point to like a kind of SEC West little brother, like hey. Nice season, but um, you know you're not you're not us yet. So he might want to just kind of blow this team out. Uh, I'm done betting big spreads like this in general. I mean, if it's north of twenty, I'm just kind of done. <laughs> um, so I'm I'm gonna go Bama. I'll lean Bama, but this is uh, one staying off of my card this week. Okay. Did uh, the the sheet update for you? Do you see the Virginia and Nebraska games? Above? It did. Okay. It did. So I'm gonna go to Virginia and Pittsburgh. So uh, fighting Kenny Pickett's. Got it done last week against North Carolina in overtime. That was it, the luckiest cover my, ever, John. Yeah, right. That was so that was, lucky. That was one of my locks of the week. It was never in doubt. <laughs> Whenever we got to overtime, it started monsooning and Kenny Pickett. At the perfect time. It literally, they scored and then it started monsooning and North Carolina couldn't do anything. I was so sick because I took, I took UNC plus six and a half. Oh. And, uh, man, that was a lucky cover. But, no, Pittsburgh's good. I like Pittsburgh. I just I thought UNC would be able to cover the seven there. They came <laughs> it, pouring back. It started pouring, man. It was crazy. It was po- poetic, if you ask me. They're getting 14.5 points against Virginia. If Brennan Armstrong is playing in this game for Virginia, and I think all signs indicate that he is, yeah. Virginia's a different football team. Yeah. No, Virginia got rolled by Notre Dame it's last week. It's the defense for Virginia that's just like, ugh. Cause Pittsburgh doesn't have one either. So. Yeah, but uh, they do a little bit, though, because they're well, giving you up. You saw it a little bit at the beginning of the game against North Carolina. They led 23-7 to at halftime. Yeah. But, you know, they, they let, let them North storm Carolina back. Storm yeah. back. Um, I think if they're playing against a confident quarterback, then pretty significant. Uh, Virginia's given up 34 points a game. Pittsburgh's given up 24 points a game. So that's... A, a little bit, you know, it's a pretty big defensive. So if uh, we just play the averages there. on both teams, then I mean, Pittsburgh. not the averages. I mean, there, there's something to be said though about because they're playing the same opponents. Uh, Virginia's given up a ton of points, so um, you know. probably gave up the best offensive outing to Notre Dame as well, who's more known for what they do on the defensive side of the ball. Sure, Brennan Armstrong changes this game for me. I think he can make it close. I think Pittsburgh's – I don't think they're as good as their quarterback, honestly. You don't think Pittsburgh's as good as their quarterback? No. Well, they've got a great quarterback. 
but yeah, I would. I tend to agree. I, I'm gonna lean. I'm gonna lean Pittsburgh because I feel like there's just uncertainty there. How long's Armstrong been out now? One or two weeks. He got knocked out of the BYU game. I think it was Halloween. Yeah. And then they might have had a bye, and then he didn't play. Could be a little a little rust sometimes coming back from stuff like that. I'll, I'll lean Pittsburgh. Um, on there, just because I think I think it just could be like close for a while, and then Pittsburgh get a couple late trash touchdowns. Okay, so I'll lean I'll lean Pitt. Typically, I'm the Pitt backer here, so uh, I'm gonna go Virginia. I think Brandon Armstrong makes things interesting. I don't think Pittsburgh can beat anybody by uh, two scores, anybody good by two scores. So yeah, um, Nebraska, Wisconsin, Wisconsin over the last month you can make the case as playing as well as anybody. For sure. They've been blowing out teams, too. Yeah. For sure. they got, like, the second-ranked defense. It's like them them and Georgia are, like, what, like, head and shoulders above everybody mm-hmm. defensively. I think, I think they're nearing a Big Ten championship game berth as well. Yeah. They ha- unless they have it locked up already. Uh, not completely sure there, but Nebraska coming to Wisconsin. Wisconsin's 11.5-point favorite. You know, Wisconsin and Madison, Nebraska's been up and, up and down, but they did play Ohio State pretty tough. Who did they play last week? Wisconsin. Nebraska. Nebraska. Um, well, shit, I can't remember if you wouldn't ask me. I could have told you. <laughs> they, uh, I feel like they covered last week. Who did they play? Oh, they, uh, no, the last game they played was Ohio State. Okay, so yes, they went a on a bye. But they played Ohio State, Twenty. it was 26-17. Yep, yep. played them tough. They play. They lost Purdue twenty eight twenty three. They just keep losing close. Uh, Michigan thirty two twenty nine. Minnesota thirty twenty three. So close games. Yeah, they're playing close games. I can't see it against Wisconsin. I think what they've been able to do defensively has just been very impressive. You know, I, I think I'm just gonna fade Scott Frost here. Bro. Yeah, Wisconsin top uh, just total defense in the country, only giving up two hundred sixteen yards per game. Georgia, I mean, giving, I, Georgia giving up 250 yards a game. That's a little to do with opponent, for sure. But. I wouldn't bet it, but, uh, you know, I just – I think Wisconsin is on a mission to get to, I believe, the Big Ten Championship games in Indianapolis. So mm-hmm. I think they're going to do that, try to play spoiler in that Big Ten Championship game. I don't see how Nebraska is able to put up – any kind of points on Wisconsin. Gosh, only giving up 14, uh, 14 points a game, Wisconsin. That's all they give up. I'm going to lean Nebraska here. This is one I'm not getting on either. It's just the, the it just seems like uh, the past four games I think they played, it was within that spread. I know you can't just, you know, um, kind of lay that over uh, all the time, but I'll lean Nebraska here covering that. Okay. So we differ on that. To Southern California we go. Yes. The UCLA Bruins at USC. Love it. So Rivalry. Yeah. Um, been a tough season for USC. As we know, Clay Hilton got the axe at the beginning of the season, first month, I believe. USC interim coach Dante Williams hasn't been much better than Hilton, <laughs> to be honest. I didn't even know that was what uh, was going on. Keaton Slovis. Um, will be out at quarterback for USC, so that leaves freshman Jackson Dart to make the first start. For USC? Yep. Jackson Dart? Jackson Dart. I love it. So we'll see. Uh, rolls them out at home. 
you know, USC's had a hard time putting butts in the seats. Yeah. UCLA's got a decent offense. They've been up and down this year as well, though. I don't know how much longer Chip Kelly's leash lasts there. I think Chip Kelly is a capable college football coach, but at the end of the day, I think that – Are there high expectations there at UCLA? I mean, what more do they want? I think so. I think especially whenever you hire a guy like Chip. You know, yeah. You, but, you know, they were having four and eight seasons, so I think anything that's improvement there – uh, you know, it took Chip Kelly a while to build a program at Oregon as well. So, But Oregon was a decent program before he got there. Yeah. You know, I, I have a hard time seeing USC covering anything right looking, now. Looking through some of the like, efficiency stats, it's fairly even. It's not as wide as I thought it would be. I thought UCLA would dominate in a lot of this. It's pretty even statistically. USC is pitiful defensively. Yeah. Yeah. So... Uh, you know, they let Arizona come in and get that back door, and it really wasn't even a back door. Like, they made it close. At the See, USC <laughs> giving up 6.1 yards per play. Um, UCLA giving up 5.6. Okay. So, I mean, that's kind of surprising just looking down here because I would have thought it would be, like I said, like a pretty wide gap in a lot of this. But I have a hard time backing a freshman quarterback in a rivalry game. That's Yeah, that might not – I didn't realize that. That might be, not be something – obviously, it can't yeah, be accounted for. If it was Slovis, I'd feel a little bit better about it, obviously. Okay. Uh, you know, I back USC a little bit, but I, I'm going to keep it keep it straight up with you if I know uh, know a little bit. I'll roll with the Bruins. I didn't realize the uh, I didn't realize the, the quarterback yeah, this, change. This might this might be a play for me. I, I I have a hard time trusting USC in any situation right now. So I'll back the Bruins here to Lawrence, Kansas. It's not Lawrence. Lawrence, uh, Missouri, Kansas State. Who Kansas State? Oh no, I saw Florida, Missouri next. Yeah, where? Oh, okay. I looked at that wrong. I'm sorry. You good? Florida, Missouri. Uh, Florida eight and a half point favorites. Eight and a half point favorites on the road. A lot of issues down in Gainesville. Yeah, right Sanford. Uh, Just went fired. Up and put there. a lot of points. Fired Grantham. Yeah, fired Grantham. Dan Mullen. Just... I'm shocked this is happening with him. I I, I thought they were going to be rolling with Mullen. I, you know, with the recruiting classes they had and coming off, I mean, I, I expected a little bit of a letdown off of last year's SEC champions. South champion Carolina team. beat them the week before. I know, I know. South Carolina's not good. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, they lost a lot, man. You lose Kyle Pitts and lose Kyle Trask and lose the other guys that they lost on offense. I, you expect to take a step back. But sure, but offense. I don't think it should equate to losing South Carolina or being, what, 40? Was it Sanford had 42 on the first half? And yeah. Against them? You know, there, there's an article out there a few weeks ago that just suggests that, you know, Florida doesn't play hard. They just, yeah, you know. So, I I think Florida is at their wits end with Mullen. You know, you can only relive those days of winning championships in the mid-2000s for so long. The sure. game has evolved. I'm not sure. I think Florida's just still one of the, because they're recruiting around, they're one of, I think there's like 10 to 15 schools that can win it's a championship. A it's, it's a top all, ten job. Yeah, you should be – but, I mean, you could – they should be better. They should be a lot better. You know, I, I kind of look at Florida and USC very similarly as, you know, those top jobs that have kind of lost their luster over the years. But Florida Florida hasn't really gotten that same treatment as USC. Yeah. Like, they, it's still one of those jobs at the end of the day that you would say, hey, I'll leave this okay job for this great job. The problem with this game is that Missouri sucks too. They're really bad. Yeah, I, I just don't know how 
their offense doesn't show up at least a little bit. I mean, if Sanford's offense can show up, you got to believe Missouri's can show up and look at the tape and be like, hey, we can at least move the ball on these guys and put the ball in the end zone. We might not be able to stop them either, but uh, I think it goes to the wire. I would take Missouri and the points in this case. <laughs> Missouri is 114th in scoring defense in the country. That's crazy. What's Florida? 52nd. Okay. Yeah, I mean, not great, but I mean, 114th, that's getting towards the like the bottom Man, end. They came out. They, Yards they per game. came out guns a blazing defensively, too. So, I mean, that was just a. Missouri, uh, 112th in a, a yards per game, uh, total yards defense. 465 yards a game they're giving up. Whew. That's bad. I, I hate Lee. I kind of with you, but the past couple weeks, why? how could you trust Florida to cover eight and a half? And it's on the road. Maybe Missouri gives some like last or hoorah. This is another one's not not putting on the card, but I'll I'll go Missouri with you on the points. I'm with you there. So uh, does that spin if Florida loses here? Does that spell the end of Dan Mullen? I don't know, man. I would have been like if the beginning of this year, if you'd have told me by the end. Dan I mean, Mullen's if they lose, gonna, does he survive he a, the weekend? I thought he had a leash there, man. He'd, he'd been offensive coordinator there. The past few years, they had been good enough, and they were hoping to take that step this year and next year to where they start competing for titles again. And, man, step back. I don't know if he – he would survive the weekend probably just because you got Florida State next week. Then they don't, I don't know if they want to go through all that, um, you know, this late. But they're just not good. I mean, Florida State is going to beat them, so. You think? I, I would definitely think if, if, <laughs> if Florida State has all their horses and they got uh, McKenzie Milton at quarterback, then uh, he's the, I think McKenzie Milton is the good one. He's the guy that broke his leg. He was UCF's quarterback. I think he didn't start the beginning of the year. I'm talking about Florida State's quarterback. Yeah, I thought Milton was the was the back. No, Jor- yeah, Jordan Travis. Jordan Travis. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry, I got confused. Uh, Jordan Travis, if he's starting at quarterback, then yeah, they're Florida State will be. Florida State, we'll hammer the Seminoles next weekend. I'm yep. so down with that. So, moving on to Manhattan, Kansas. I apologize for Manhattan, my mishap early. We 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 kind of struggled a little bit this week. <laughs> we're rolling, baby. Uh, yeah, we're we're going through them though. We're gonna fight through it. Uh, Getting a point at home against Baylor, I think it's prime letdown spot for Baylor, honestly. Kansas State's really, really good at home. They are good at home. They're 22-11 and against the spread under Chris Kilman the last three seasons, his first three seasons there. Yeah. Uh, Baylor's defense is tough, you know, to shut shut Oklahoma down to seven points up until, you know, the last couple minutes is pretty impressive. Despite what you think about Oklahoma's offense, yeah, um, a lot of these efficiency stats really close on these teams. Yards per play, six point five for for Baylor, six point three Kansas State. Opponent yards per play, five point three each on uh, the defensive side. Um, I can see why this is a one point spread because it's pretty even when you start looking at um, a lot of this. A lot of this stuff. I'd be intrigued by the over in this game. I went against Kansas State last week. Uh, as a six-point favorite against West Virginia, and it burned me. So I would tend to lead Kansas State here. I, I think that they're just a good football team at home based on what the numbers show me and based on what I've seen on TV, based mm-hmm. on what I saw last week. 
seems like they're a really well coached football team. That guy might be in line for a couple of these big jobs if he wants one. Yeah. So, you know, I like I, Kansas State too. It's going. It's going on my card. Yep. Let down spot Baylor. Mm-hmm. Love it. So on to Utah. No Auburn, Auburn. South Carolina. So on to Columbia. Uh, Auburn with just a massive collapse last week against Mississippi State. Bo Nix and wow. them just fell apart. Twenty-eight to three, and then forty-three twenty-eight. Forty straight points for Mississippi State. Yeah, That's brutal. That I don't one, even know if Kentucky's done some shit like that. That one bit me. One of the one of the few that hurt me kind of bad. Um, yeah, I admit I bet Mississippi State, and I, I mean I saw the score, and I was like, oh well, that you know that's lost, obviously. Did you go on Mississippi then, State last week? Yeah, I had Mississippi okay. State plus the points. I might have changed that one last minute. Yeah, you did. Okay. Yeah, I texted you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I bet he's feeling good, and then I was like, oh, I bet he's not feeling good. <laughs> wow, they got destroyed. Yeah, at uh, seven's a seven's an interesting number on the road at South Carolina. I'm sure Auburn has been. Isn't in there. Bo Nix done? Is he out? For I the thought year? he broke his ankle. Okay, I thought so. If Bo Nix is done for the year, then I like South Carolina. In maybe spot that's a time. maybe that's an upgrade. Who's their backup? Yeah, he's having surgery. Nix isn't that bad. <laughs> I don't know. He's a guy that people like to hate on. It seemed for sure. Yeah, you either love him or you hate him. I like South Carolina here. I, I mean, I, I just don't see how they go don't go out and play a close football game at home. For That's the thing. Like, the, I feel like they come out and just play play their ass off because, um, and what is I mean, if you're Auburn, like, I don't know, do you rally around your backup? I don't know if I see it. But South Carolina sucks is the only thing. But they've been playing hard. They just beat Florida, but we just we just agree that Florida sucks. Yep. So it's kind of hard. To, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go South Carolina home team getting seven points. You know, maybe we regret it, but I'll, I'll like it. Let's go South Carolina. And the last game I show on the card, Oregon at Utah. Interesting line here. Utah, three-point favorites at home against a playoff team. A playoff team. I'd like to see Oregon lose this game. This is one of those games where I just, the playoff picture keeps getting clearer and clearer. This would just kind of help, help that whole thing out. So, Oregon... Being a dog here is just interesting in itself. Um, Anthony Brown did have 123 rushing yards on the ground last week. That's our quarterback. Die had 18 carries for 88 yards. Uh, they just barely covered that spread against Washington State, who played a tough game. Oregon just kind of seems uninterested in these games, as I've stated previously. They're 4-6 and six this season against the spread. Mm-hmm. Utah is playing better. They're third in the Pac-12 in yards per game. I just – this one's tough. It is tough. I, I'm leaning to Oregon here. I, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm leaning I'm leaning Utah. I, I, I apologize. Utah's Utah. hostile environment to go and play. I, I know that they they do have a decent home field advantage. Um, you know, I'm going to go opposite of you here since we've went the same on a lot of these. I think Oregon takes care of business. I think they know what's in front of them. They want to log down a playoff spot. They're going to get to San Francisco which or SoFi Stadium. I'm not, I'm not sure where the Pac-12 championship game is played. But I think uh, I think Oregon takes care of business. Listen to some of how even this is. Um, 
yards per play, 6.3 each. Yards per rush, 5.7 Oregon, 5.9 Utah. Yards per pass, 7.4 Oregon, 7 Utah. Um, yards per game, 441 Oregon, 437 Utah. It's all it's all just even. Uh, this is going to be a great game, it looks like. I, I'm going to go Utah just as the home team. If they win by field goal, I push. Got to love that Pac-12 after dark. Kyle Whittingham has uh, been a really good coach for Utah. It seems like he has a decent team every year. Utah's got a good program, yeah. no doubt. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Mario here. I, I think he has his guys ready to play. You like I think it? They know what's in front of them. I'll I'll take the points on the road. What are you thinking? All right, so the playoffs. So you, who is it right now? You got Georgia, Bama, Oregon, and Ohio State is the. You know, I have it going chalk. Until we get to next week. But, you like uh, Ohio State to win tomorrow and then win next week and get in that playoff? To be determined. I want Oregon to lose. Last last week I put this wish on Oklahoma and it happened. I just don't think they're I just don't think they're it. So who's three and four? I, I mean you gotta Oregon. imagine your pack you gotta imagine your Big Twelve I'm sorry, Big Ten winner so long as they For sure. take care of business and win the you know in the last three weeks, SEC championship has a lot to do with it because there aren't a lot of two loss Bama in. So it, if Bama beats Georgia, you get two SEC teams. If Georgia beats Bama, you get just Georgia. So if that happens, all the teams on the outside looking in are hoping to God Georgia wins that SEC title game because that would just open up a spot for sure. So I think I mean that obviously has a lot to do with it. You got two huge Big Ten games uh, with Ohio State and um, Michigan State, Ohio State, Michigan. So Michigan State with a loss would be done. Correct? Yeah, for sure. And Michigan plays a non-conference opponent this week, right? Yeah, I think they got some. Uh, maybe. I, no, I feel like they played Northwestern. Maybe I'm tripping. I think it's Northwestern. No, it's not North. They play Maryland. I'm sorry, they play okay. Maryland. Yeah, so, they're on. They're on the road to Maryland. Yeah, you know, and Maryland, they're they're not good. They're not. No. Um, I've backed them too many times to count this year. Yeah. Um, Little Tua is not big Tua. <laughs> he's not. He's not bad though. Yeah, he, I don't he's know. not they're why not they're bad. Good. Um, sure. You know, I, I, we're gonna have a deep dive into Michigan Ohio State next week. I, I think that's gonna be, you know, the game. It might be the game of our podcast so far. Next week, yeah. I mean, you know, in terms of let's just hope neither of them screwed up. Let's Michigan don't go lay an egg. Let's have an epic Ohio State Michigan game next week. You know, yeah. Don't Jim yeah. Harbaugh. I mean, to, I mean, know. generally in these terms or in these circumstances, Michigan does find a way to mess it up. But for sure, you know, uh, they let's they did have this. Up. They did have this kind of similar situation a few years ago where Michigan had the big spot. All they had to do was win, and then win the Big Ten championship game, and then they were they had their playoff spot. Yeah. And Ohio State shellacked them. Yeah. So, Michigan State, if they lose, they're done. Michigan State, if they win, you know, they're... They're just... Yeah, they've got to yeah, be in there. Yeah. Got to be a part of it. And if they if they go on to win the... Whoever the Big Ten champion is outside of Wisconsin, if it's one of these three teams... Oklahoma State's my dark horse. That's my team. Okay. Yeah, I mean, they, they could definitely... With that's a win... My, that's my guys. With a win over Tech... The Gundies. What do you think about that game? We didn't touch that game. Which one? Oklahoma State at Texas Tech. Um, I think Oklahoma State wins. I don't think Texas Tech's that good. They could I think score. The line was at ten and a half. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, cover or not, I like Oklahoma State to take care of business and get to Bedlam. Okay. Next week, get to Bedlam and yep. then you play your 
you play Oklahoma. I think that's a game that can win. I, I don't think you're off base there. I, you know, I, where are they at? Like eighth, ninth? Yeah, I just feel like if they went out, they should get a spot as one lost Big 12 team and their only loss being to Iowa State. But what if Oregon goes – what fuck, if Oregon? Fuck Oregon. But they're, but they're a lot. <laughs> no, they are, yeah. Fair, if Oregon wins out, they're a lot. And to be yeah, fair, they sure. have the most impressive win of the season. Sure, yeah. I'll give you – yeah, I'll give them that. I still don't know. Just don't okay. like them. But <laughs> I think that's the end of the college slate there. Yep. I believe. So we'll move on to the National Football League. and we'll The National – Football League. Back in with NFL, John, it is week number, we are, was it week 11, I believe? Week 11 of the NFL, well over, getting over second half of the way through, so pretty excited. Starting to make me sad. Playoff picture's kind of starting to take, yeah, I know, we wait so long to football to start, and then it just vanishes right right before us. Say it every week. It's been a great year. There's been a lot of stuff. Yeah, if anything, this... It's a league tight. has provided a lot of parity, more parity than normal. So much. There's so many teams I feel like that could – I would not be surprised if – there's probably, what, eight, nine, ten teams that you wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't if, be shocked. If they won the Super Bowl. No. A lot of a lot of interesting things going on. Just wrapped up this Thursday night game, as we stated at the beginning of the podcast. Falcons were absolutely horrible. They were shut out at home against the rising – New England Patriots, mm. fresh off of Man in the Arena debuting this week. Did you did you get a chance to watch that? I don't know what Man in the Arena is. What? What is it? It's like the Tom Brady Last Dance. Oh, okay, yeah, I've seen the previews yeah. for that. So yeah. it's on. So it's on ESPN. I watched the first episode. Oh, it already started. I, yeah. Okay. Yeah, first episode's on ESPN Plus. Um, it's a uh, basically. Just about their Super Bowl against, um, I think it was Super Bowl 37. One against the Rams? The against Panthers, the Rams. Mr. Rams. The first one, yeah. Yeah. Uh, talked to Willie McGinnis a lot. He was a linebacker on that Patriots team. Uh, they touch on the whole Brady Bledsoe thing as yeah. well. Yeah. So. Obviously, uh, there's one common denominator with that team, and that's Bill Belichick. Yeah. Uh, And he's got his team playing good football right now. Uh, Mac Jones, is he in the Offensive Rookie of the Year conversation? He's got to be. I don't know what it is with Mac Jones. I liked him through, like, the first – like it literally was, uh, until like week nine and was, like yeah, the past like he turned uh, the past week or two I just hate him. It's whenever he yeah uh, turned Brian Burns' ankle. Yeah, whenever he tried to intentionally and, uh, hurt Brian Burns. I just hate. I don't know what it is. I just don't like him now. <laughs> I don't think it's just that though. I, I think know. it's probably the fact that that New might have England's, started it. But New England's starting to play good football again. And that's also annoying. Most, yeah. most people don't like that. I'm one of those people that's never really bothered me unless it impacted the Eagles, and that's only happened twice in my lifetime. So yeah. 
Um, and the Patriots are known for cheating the first time that that happened. So, um, <laughs> they don't cheat. Patriots don't cheat. They would never. <laughs> so, you know, I, I think they're playing good football at the right time. They still got two games against the Bills. I'm really excited for those games to see how they play out. Bills all day. Belichick is a mastermind, though, bro. Like, he. He is that. He's the yeah, best. Yeah, you can't disrespect. He's the best. You can't disrespect Bill. And he's the best football coach ever. But fuck so. that. I'm out. I'm out on the Pats. All right. Uh, they got 10 days off before they uh, take the field again. Not sure who they play next week, but we'll touch it on a Thanksgiving edition oh, uh, week yeah. of football. We'll have to record like maybe Tuesday, Monday or Tuesday. I guess we could do Wednesday. I'll, yeah. Actually, no. I got something going on Wednesday night. We'll have to do Tuesday what? for real. Yeah. You gonna leave me high and dry on Wednesday night? I got family in town. We got a dinner reservation, man. Where are y'all going? The OBC kitchen. And oh yeah, okay. I've never been there, so I'm gonna drink okay. alcohol and eat something good. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah I, I uh, we had Malone's uh, ordered in last week for my birthday, so there you go. Um, so with that, uh, we will get a show out next week, but um, not exactly sure what day, but we'll keep you posted. Just remember to follow us. At BG Betting Pod on Twitter. Absolutely. Lions Browns. Lions Browns. <laughs> what a great first. Like I could have thought of a better first game to go on. If the Lions Br- Browns. I if mean, the Browns are the Browns. <laughs> like, if the Browns are the Browns of what our lifetime has been. Lions give us the tie. Just, the Lions like, didn't lose. Yeah, this is like one of the worst games on paper. And then, like... You're just looking at the history of both teams and you don't know anything about the teams now, you're like, Ugh. say you've been in like prison or <laughs> for like five years and you come out and you're like, Lions, Browns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Awful. Uh, Browns are 11 point favorites at yes. home over the Lions who tied the Steelers last week. <laughs> they tied the Steelers in like the worst game ever. It was horrible. I I unfortunately had close eyes on it because I thought the Steelers would roll. I'm just Dan ben, Campbell didn't have and to then go ben through the loss. Ben decides to slide into COVID protocols and misses a game. Not that I think it would have been much of a different outcome. Nah, I don't either. <sighs> Man, I'm just happy for Dan Campbell. Yeah, he didn't have to lose again. He could go a week without losing. Big, big they're not gonna go. They're not gonna is. go zero and seventeen. They're not. They might go zero sixteen and one, but you know, they're, they're, they're like tired. the. You know, obviously Florida State has a lot more history, but they remind me of Florida State. Like the Lions. I think Florida, yeah, I think Florida State released a statement like earlier in the year, like when they're really bad, struggling. Like, look. We know that we're struggling. Please just stick with us. <laughs> that's kind of how I feel. Like, I feel like all of America's kind of sticking with the yeah, Lions. And I, yeah, I, I we're feel all like, like that's kind of how it was with the Lions. We're all here Especially for after Dan Campbell, whenever he broke tears. And I know. That's when everyone loved them. Yeah, so. And, you know, at the end of the, do I feel bad about beating, as an Eagles fan, beating the Lions 44-6? I mean, we beat them worse than anybody did. Yeah, and so. we, uh, the Bengals put it on them, too. Yeah. So, uh, I, it's too big of a number for the Browns. I, I don't, they're too inconsistent. Yeah. The Lions play hard. We've established that they at do. this point. I like they're getting Chubb back this week. Uh, is yeah. Baker Mayfield, he's never healthy, but is he going nah, to play? He's not healthy right now. He's is he gonna not? Play. He, he's going to play. He insists that he's going to play. Their backup's not, Case Keenum's not the worst backup in the world. No, I mean, they can. I don't think that they're going to have to throw the football, you know. I, I think that they can. 
I like Chubb a lot this week. Yeah, they can go with that three-headed rushing attack against a bad Detroit rush defense. Mm -hmm. I know they're near the bottom of the league. You know, Najee didn't have the game that I thought he was going to have. I think he still ended up with like 15 fantasy points. But yeah, Chubb, a better offensive line in in Cleveland. So Chubb, the Lions might just be all fat and happy after that tie, and then the Browns get blown out by the Pats. Yeah. Every everything in me is telling me not to do this, but another I'm, I'm thing, laying points. Another interesting thing about that game is Give I the think Browns. I think Jared Goff might have gotten like banged up towards the end of that game. He sucks. I I know that the the belief out there is that Jared Goff isn't a good quarterback. He's not, and he might not be a good quarterback. He's I don't think he's a bad quarterback. I think he's been a bright. I think he's been a bright spot for not the, the fastest line. guy. No, he's, he definitely can't move the pocket, but. Not not the not well, the strongest let, let guy me, either. <laughs> let me let me ask you this, because this team has a bye this week, so we normally wouldn't even touch them. Are the Rams better with Matthew Stafford than they were with Jared Goff at quarterback? Because um, let's through, well, we aren't going to talk. Yeah, they're on a bye because through the first eleven weeks of the season, yeah, I would say no. Fade the Rams, man. I'm with it. I, I just I'm sick of like this idea that you can sign a bunch of players like oh they get Von Miller they got OBJ one thing Bobby Trees goes down for injury and that's a big deal all right Robert Woods is out and OBJ can't just replace this man it's not like it's not, not in four days yeah not in any time ever because all OBJ's done all for what two three years has just been a crybaby who's not done it on the field he's not done anything but just be a drama queen. And I mean that, yeah. Oh, I was in Cleveland. Like, dude, like it goes deeper than that. Like, you're just. I think we'll. I think we'll see some chemistry uh, come together between him and Stafford. The question that I was getting to, though, are the Rams any better at this point through Week Eleven of the 2021 NFL season than Probably they were? Not. I don't know what the record was last year, but I mean they similar. I'd say yeah. They won. They won the NFC West. I yeah. Think. I mean, probably not. It's more flashy. I've gotten uh, the past two weeks. I think uh, no, they, right before they were that, a wild card team last year. They won at Seattle in the playoffs. But yeah, Jared Goff. At I mean, the end of the day, he I think he hurt himself in the Detroit game last week, so they weren't able to throw yeah. the ball very much late. If he's ready to go, uh, you know, if he can actually throw the football, I think that they'll be able to cover this number. He hasn't been that bad this year, dude. He really, he really hasn't. He's a bright spot in that offense, I promise you. That's him and, the problem. Him and TJ, <laughs> him and TJ Hawkins. <laughs> Jared Goff's a bright spot so in their bad. offense. They're so bad everywhere yeah. else, dude. I'm going Browns. Give, okay. me the, give, me the, give me the chubs. Too big of a number for me. The, the Browns big are too inconsistent. By 14. All right. Uh, 49ers traveling to Jacksonville. Jacksonville yep. put together two – you know, rock solid, played hard performances. Obviously. Well, they beat the Bills, and then yeah, beat yeah. the Bills, and then they came back and they had a Cover chance the to go. They had a chance to go win the game against the Colts. I bet the Colts go win the game. Go win the game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they didn't do so, uh, but 49ers, uh, six and a half point favorites on the road. Jags are playing good football, but Kyle Shanahan uh, put together a masterful game plan. He did on Monday night. I was all over the Niners. Just exploited the L.A. Rams on Monday night. Never in doubt. <laughs> it, it certainly <laughs> was not. Debo Samuel is a bad man. Debo Samuel has been the he was the best pick I made in fantasy because I got him so late and he's just been 
I mean, he's been my best receiver. Yeah, he he leads the league in yards after the catch or yards after contact. They're putting him at running back. They're doing oh, all kinds yeah. of cool he stuff. He can do everything, man. I love that. He is a really good player. Um, but they're they're running the ball well. I'm not sure when Raheem Mostert's going to get back. I, I mean, he's a capable NFL running back. He's been really good in the past. Yeah. Can't really seem to stay healthy, but they're really pushing it with Moore and what's the other kid's name? Jeff Wilson, I think. Yeah. Uh, they, they're running it really well, and Garoppolo's just doing everything that they ask him to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the Jags should get James Robinson. He was back last week. But I he think played last week. He's back to kind of getting a full workload. I Like I said, I think we said a couple weeks ago, I don't think the Jags have that bad of a roster. I get that. It's, uh, I get that it's bad, but they've got some talented guys. They really do. The the like, biggest mystery to me about the Jags is they've played hard the past couple weeks, mm-hmm. but and they've you know been in both games. But Trevor Lawrence hasn't played very well. I'd say that's a good sign if I'm a Jags fan. Probably so. You know, I, I think there's obviously some things to be optimistic about. Six and a half on at home for a team that's been playing hard. I like the I'm 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 leaning Jags. I don't like the spot for the Niners. Feels like a classic trap letdown game. I'm gonna yeah. roll the Jags out as well. Uh, I do. I, would. I do. Th- I think the Niners win. I would not take Jags money line. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I agree that the 49ers win. Jimmy Garoppolo has held on to his quarterback spot pretty firmly. I would yeah. say. Uh, he's playing decent football at this time, no doubt. Kyle Shanahan, they this team's a wild card. They're I think the Niners like yeah, it was a weird. They're kind very of, much in the hunt. Them and the uh, them and the Colts have been the two teams this year for me. Like the the records not what they are. Yeah. Um, and that we're gonna start seeing that that kind of change. I think over the last mm-hmm. this last part of the season. So I agree. Both of us Jags. Yep. Jags. <laughs> That's usually not good. We're both rolling Jags. <laughs> so oh well, we'll see how it goes. So next we go to. Buffalo, where the Colts Buffalo will Bills. travel. Has Carson Wentz's wife had their baby yet? I don't know. I don't know that. Would, Was Carson Wentz I guess there? I, I guess I would probably be the one to know that based on my previous history and being infatuated with Carson Wentz. But uh, it was said that Carson Wentz would play a game if his wife was Mid- in And missed the delivery. Big time football guy. Yeah, for sure. So he loves it. So, with that, Colts are playing much improved football. Bills came back and got a huge, uh, big they, victory over the Jets yeah. last week. They got, it looks we like, looked like they kind of got right. Yeah, definitely a get-right spot. This is a rematch uh, from last year's wildcard weekend. Yeah. Uh, Colts with Phillip Rivers just barely lost to the Bills. And... Uh, I think the Bills ended up winning at the end of the game. Very yeah, 27, the game. Uh, 27, 24. Yeah. Yep. You are right. Yep. So, what do you think here? I mean, I, I think that there's a lot of – I think it's a great line. I think the seven – if you're giving me a full seven, I just can't help but take Indy. I think Indy's got a good team. I think they have a good team. I think they're definitely a – Wild card team. They, you know, the Titans are playing really well. Titans took both of those games from the Colts this year, so it's going to be really hard for the Colts to win the division. Bills, you know, as good as we think they are, they have been up and down. I can confirm that Carson Wentz has had his his second child, so <laughs> that will not be in question come Sunday. Yeah. Even though he's already said that he's going to play, Naheem Hines and Jonathan Taylor are running the ball very, very well. Mm-hmm. 
You know, I, I think Buffalo only given up 3.8 yards per rush. So Indy's bread and butters get it to Jonathan Taylor. Um, that that defense is stout. Michael Pittman yeah. also uh, playing really good for the Colts. I think I think Carson's going to be able to lead his team uh, to a close game and really push Buffalo. I'd maybe even sprinkle some money line here. Uh, I, I'm going to take the Colts to cover though. Indy's got. I mean, look, um, giving up almost seven and a half yards per pass. Maybe some. Is their secondary a little a little shaky? Maybe after Indy. they, maybe after they lost uh, Jonathan Gannon, who yeah. came over to be the defense coordinator for the Eagles. Uh, even though he was very good in Indy, but the Eagles secondary, yeah, uh, not been in. Well, the way the Eagles play defense hasn't been much to ride home about this year. Uh, still, just a lot of points for I think pretty good football team. Yeah, I'm I'm going Colts too. Okay. Yeah, I'm with it. Uh, to the Meadowlands we go even though I don't think the stadium is at the Meadowlands anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, Big Apple, even though it's in New Jersey. Miami Dolphins uh, going to the Jets. They are three-and-a-half-point favorites. Who is starting at quarterback for the Dolphins these days? Is, I'll tell you is who is. The, the l- for who? Is uh, it, I thought you were talking about the Jets. Yeah, it could go for both teams. Well, the Jets are starting the legend himself, the Hall of Fame. No, not Hall of Fame. The Super Bowl champion, Joe Flacco. Is that right? Yeah. I did not know he was still in the league. Unvaccinated Joe Flacco. He's yeah. not in the Hall of Fame. You, he think, a, you, think, he could, you think he could squeak in the Hall of Fame with a Super Bowl win? No. No? He's no. not a he's not Hall of Famer? No. I, I would say Joe Flacco was in the bottom. Nevertheless. Bottom seven. Yeah. Bottom seven quarterbacks ever won a Super Bowl. Maybe. Him and Trent Dilfer. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, <laughs> I think Nick Foles falls in that. Yeah. Um, I I tend to think that Eli is towards the bottom of that list, but yeah, I like know. Eli won too, and they were like epic Super Bowls. So yeah, Joe Flacco uh, was actually started the year in Philly. I had was, no idea. He yeah, was he he like, was backing he was backing up Hurts. Like yeah. they they tried to make it seem like Hurts. When's the last Flacco, time he played in a game? Last year? Did last he play? Week. Flacco. Last week. Okay, yeah, but I'm saying, yeah, before that, did he play, like... He played for the Jets last year. Did he? Yeah. Really? So, basically... I'm paying attention. Basically, Joe Flacco started the year with the Eagles. He signed a one-year, $4 million deal. And the Eagles <laughs> traded for Minshew right before the season started. Yeah. And Flacco stayed the backup, but then Zach Wilson got hurt, so the Jets thought that they needed to add a quarterback, so they traded for Flacco back. And yeah. they rolled with Mike White for a few weeks, obviously. Yeah. And, you know, um, He's that, not very good. that came crushing down. I yeah. think Mike White got hurt, too. So. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We'll but see. they're going to roll Flacco out there. I, I don't see it being much of a help to them. I, I like either. the Dolphins in this game. I think Tua should probably start, I guess. Yeah, and I watched all that Thursday night game, and uh, the, their defense won that game. Dolphins are better than their record shows. That, uh, and they, you could tell a difference talent. when Tua got in the game, even hurt, there's just a little something better about the offense. He's not that bad. He, yeah, and Jacoby Brissett's got major limitations. I didn't really watch him play. And there's some. Uh, I'm on the Dolphins too. It, I mean, even if two is a little bit banged up, the Jets suck, and uh, I have no faith in Joe Flacco. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll roll the I'll roll the Dolphins. Okay, we're in agreement there. To Charlotte, we go. The Washington Football Team with the former coach of the Carolina Panthers, Ron yes. Rivera. Riverboat Ron returns to Carolina to take on his former 
quarterback who he won. He's back. Yep. He let everyone know that he's back. Yep. Cam Newton is Cameron. back at quarterback for the Carolina Panthers, going up against his old coach, Ron Rivera. These two uh, have some history together. That's a good Cam game. Newton won the MVP in 2015, went to the Super Bowl, lost to Denver, and this is one of the more interesting games of the week. Washington coming like off a game. big win against Tampa. Carolina gets Cam Newton back at quarterback. It's got to be an interesting time to be a Carolina Panthers fan. They're very yes. much in the hunt. Washington is a win away from being in the hunt, I would say. Yeah. I don't think either one of these teams is that bad. Washington did lose Chase Young for the year, which is a big hit. Yeah. It was on a non-contact play, too. I yeah, was watching that live. That, that sucks. Yeah. Hate hate to see that happen to him so early in his career. <sighs> Panthers are just so much different with Christian McCaffrey in the lineup, dude. When that uh, yeah, and, and now you all of a sudden you got a quarter you got a quarterback upgrade. I mean, Panthers might be able to do something here. Yeah, I, I think they're going to make a run at the wild card for sure. I think they can get one of those three spots. Three and a half point favorites here. I think it's a number they can cover for sure. Mm-hmm. Washington's a letdown spot after beating up on Tampa last week, which and Carolina we, would theoretically be in a little bit of a letdown spot too. They because they blew out the uh, Cardinals. Yeah, but it, you know, if Kyler was in that game, I would say for sure. I think they just went out there and took care of business against a they team did. that they, yeah, you know, had were undermanned. Um, the Carolina defense is a lot. Uh, Washington's given up almost three hundred eighty yards a game. Carolina's only given up two eighty. And um, you know, their defense, man. I thought both teams were going to have pretty good defenses going into the season. Washington's been a little bit of a letdown. Yeah. Um, and obviously, you lose your best player, so that's going to hurt a little bit. Heineke played okay last week. He's definitely serviceable. Yeah. Um, I just don't know how they generate enough offense. I think Carolina can, you know, you have Christian McCaffrey, man. Like, they're going to be able to move the football at least a little bit. I like Carolina in the points. Do you – how long do you think it takes Cam? Um, Carolina's second in the league in uh, total defense. Um, Just opponent yards per play, 4.8 yards per play. It's Buffalo 1, Carolina 2. So that defense is I mean, that defense is good. How how do long do you think it takes Cam to kind of settle in? You know, I think he settled in in week in his first game, man. I mean, they gave yeah him, they put him there at the goal they line. They gave him two goal line carries. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't. I think he was playing with a bad arm last year a little bit. Mm-hmm. There, early in the season, man, when he came out with New England, it looked like New England was going to be able to do something. Yeah. Yeah, for and, sure. And, you know, I, I would be interested to see what kind of spot New England would be with a healthy Cam Newton at quarterback Yeah, right now. Uh, I would it be I would be inclined to say that they would be a little bit better. I'm shocked that it took him this long to land a job. You think Belichick just didn't like Newton? Do you think that's what that was? I think it was the vaccination status. Do you uh, really I'm think sure that was it? I feel yeah. like that had to be more, think, more than that. I think but. Bill just I, – I think he wants as many – he wants his locker room to be as free of distractions as possible. Yeah. And Cam not being vaccinated and then being hurt a little bit through sure. camp, missing, having to miss due to protocols and stuff, he was just ready to roll his guy out there in Mac Jones, which they knew that in April that Mac Jones was going to be that guy. But Carolina does bring the bring their best player in franchise history back, in my opinion, in Cam Newton, former MVP. Sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, I just – I think that I think that Carolina, I think he settles in right away. Matt Rule's a good coach. Uh, they yeah. they're gonna they're gonna take their business at home. I like I like uh, I like Carolina as well. That's for sure. 
right to Chicago we go. Uh, Lamar Jackson will take his up and down struggling Ravens yeah. to Chicago. Uh, that AFC North man, all four of those teams. You talk about it's inconsistent like average. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think it's gonna go down the wire with all four teams. Uh, you know, Lamar seems like the only consistent chess piece in yeah. this uh, Ravens offense. Their defense is up and down. Um, Pittsburgh, you know, they just don't have losing seasons. Money so. came in on Chicago hard to start. This was like a seven-point line down to five mm-hmm. now. So, And then we've talked about Cleveland and then Cincinnati. You know, you just don't know what to expect from week to week. Uh, such a young team and just so many question marks. So I kind of tend to lean the Ravens at the end of the day in mm-hmm. terms of what they could do in the AFC North uh, and winning that division. I don't think that they're a very good team. They were kind of doomed due to injury very early in the year. Yep. Bears are at home. Justin Fields is playing better. They get David Montgomery back on, you know, he's he's got a – he came back against Pittsburgh – and then they had to buy, and now he should be fresh. So yeah. they should be able to run the ball. I kind of lean Bears, too. The only thing that scares me is um, you'd think the Baltimore would have a good effort coming off that, that Thursday night. Um, Ten days off. Yeah. You, you get your mini buy, and you have a chance to get it right. John Harbaugh is probably. But they might not be that good, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah I mean, they don't have receivers, man, watching that Thursday night game. Brown sucks. Yeah, but they, they have the, the rookie. Um, Bateman, Bateman, yeah, Bateman. He's pretty good. I, I think that he's going to be able to help them. They were giving the Brown they all the even, throws. They can't run the ball. They can't run the ball. They have Lamar, yeah. and that's it. That's all they're able to run the ball. And with. all their running backs got hurt. Yeah. I, you know, that sucks, I see this but. game being very similar to the Pittsburgh game. And I've seen the Ravens play games like this where they jump out to a lead, much like they did against Detroit earlier this year. And Chicago might just have a chance to win the game at the end. Yeah. So, you know, that might not be the case, but – I think the Bears can cover five. I think they're down three with three minutes to go, and Justin Fields has a chance to go in the football game. I'm with it. Let's go Bears. All right. Duh, Bears. To South Philly we go. Oh, shit. We – In your Eagles hoodie. We are in the hunt. <laughs> the Eagles Absolutely. are in the hunt. They're playing inspired football. They went to Maha last week, and they put together a full game. I told you, that, bro. Yeah, I, I was worried. We haven't played very well there over the years. You know, and they just came out. Jalen Hurts, I will say he played his best half of football. His first half against Devontae Denver. Smith. Yep, yep. On his birthday, two tutties on was his birthday. Was that his birthday? Yep. Yeah. Uh, I, he's going to be a star in this league. I, I, I like Devontae. I like the Eagles team. Yeah, I just I think their coach is kind of a goofball, but maybe he's figuring it out a little bit. I think he's definitely figuring it out over the last few weeks. That Those roots just keep Yeah, I was going to say, did he going, plant his seeds and the plants came yep. out? And They're starting to come along Showed him what to bit. do. Okay. Did you see on Darius Slay's interception, or his fumble return, Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater's like, nah, effort? He's like, nah, bro. <laughs> it's like, ah, this time. reminiscent of Cam Newton in the Super Bowl, like when he was just yeah. Like, I'm good. Uh, that was hysterical. I still am just very much against the soft zone that the Eagles run on defense. Yeah. The Saints, one of the better teams defensively. I think they're, 
you know, first or second in run defense. Backdoor cover the Titans last week. They did. Let's go. They did find a way. Hey, I'll I tell you, Titans if, money if uh, this is a not this is a bigger point, the roughing the passer shit in the NFL is getting way out of hand. Yeah, it, it's I gonna. Know the one with we're, Hill. Just, we're just gonna get to a point where I have to put the damn red jerseys on the quarterback, and you just can't touch the damn quarterback. Like if they, because the Saints pick off the Titans there in the end zone in the second half, and they call it roughing the passer. If that call doesn't happen, the Saints would have won that game. I may have benefited from that call. You de- well, I mean, they ended up not covering, but I think. Oh, did you have money yeah, line? The money line. Yeah, yeah, money line. The Saints would have won that game if that didn't get called. Because that's, I mean, that did they end up scoring a touchdown? I think. I mean, it's a seven point swing at minimum. Um, that they was did. a bad call. Yeah. It just seemed so inconsistent. It just seemed, it, when we review everything else, just review all the <laughs> shit. I don't get. I just I hate that. That was such a bad call. Mm-hmm. But who starts at quarterback for the Saints in this game? Is it Simeon or is it going to be? I think Taysom they just. Hill? I think there might be rolling Sim, Simeon. I don't. They, I feel like they played Taysom Hill a little bit. The, I know they do get Alvin Kamara back this week. That's which big. Is a big deal. Yeah. Especially if you know they're throwing the underneath routes to Kamara and they really got him involved in the passing game. Mm-hmm. That could spell danger for the Eagles because they they get ate, ate up with that. Um. Saints got a damn, uh, damn good defense. Yeah, so. uh, I just like the way we're running the ball right now. It's just very committed to the run game. After what we saw at the beginning of the year, it's just a complete one hundred and eighty uh, from what we had grown used to. For which sure. is interesting because they get Miles Sanders back this week. Bit of a letdown spot. Yeah, but you got a team. The Eagles haven't won a home game, man. Yeah. Oh, that's true. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. They. They. They go through these weird spells, man. Like, Philly used to be one of those places that just, like, you don't want to go there and play. Yeah. Like, because it's hostile. And now it just kind of feels like maybe that's turned on the Eagles a little bit. Well, cause Especially f- early in the year because, like, the fans just food. Yeah. Not that, and it's not that they play necessarily horrible at home. It's just every game's close. That city just loves their Eagles, man. And they, they get offended if you don't play well. Yeah, they're, they're <laughs> definitely, they're they're definitely the passion. That you, you know, I, I have that passion even though I'm not from Philly. But um, I'm taking the Saints. They, I think they were right on the door last week. I think I think they're still really good. Um, maybe, I won't, maybe not really good, but they're still a, you know, a good football team even without Winston. Got a great coach. Saints. You know what? I'm going to go off the grid a little bit here, and I, you might not know that much about this, but the Saints and the Eagles were both pretty good during the Eagles Super Bowl run. The Saints ended up losing the Minneapolis Miracle to the Vikings. Yeah. And the Eagles crushed the Vikings in that NFC Championship game, uh-huh. and then they go to the Super Bowl and beat New England. We know all about that. New Orleans is good the next year. And that's the year that they lost to the Rams in the NFC Championship game. Yeah. Well, they beat the Eagles in the divisional round the week before. Yeah. Uh, in a close game. And that was Nick Foles' last game as an Eagle. Ah. But I remember specifically Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram, which Mark Ingram is back in back. New Orleans now. Yeah. They just wanted to make a mockery of the Eagles. Yeah. They just don't like the Eagles for whatever reason. Alvin Kamara had said had they won the Minneapolis Miracle game, then they would have smashed the Eagles the next week and they would have went on to win the Super Bowl. Whatever, Alvin. You're a great player, but I'm not hearing any of that shit. So, you know, I there's still some guys from that Super Bowl team that, remember that, that? are still here. 
I think they're still going to eat it up. Fletcher Cox is here. Fletcher's cock. <laughs> <laughs> Fletcher Cox is here. You know, they're, uh, Lane Johnson is here. The dogs are still here. I don't know. And even though we're not dogs in this game, we're going to bring out the dog culture. What time's this game? 1 o'clock? I might try to come over here and watch the 1 o'clock game. I'm, I'm going to be hyped up for this one, man. I'm going to be ready to go. It Eagles can, cover. Can we, have it, can we have it set up to where we can watch Red Zone and just the Eagles game? Can you bring a TV? Yeah, I could do that. All right. Yep. All right. We're going to be at odds on that one. So, to Nashville we go. Uh, Titans are our 10-point favorites at mm-hmm. home against the Texans. Texans are going to roll out Tyrod Taylor at quarterback again. Yep. He should. So, I think he was shaking off some rust in that Dolphins game. Possibly so. Possibly the Titans. So. I just feel like the Titans have played so many games in a row. I don't know. I don't know if they've already had their bye week or it's coming up. Must be coming up. Um, you got to think. Maybe I'm. I've got Texans. Texans here. I think it's the crazy thing to do. But I'm going with the Texans. You're playing the money line. What? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking my ten points with the Texans. Um, yeah. I don't know. The Titans. The Titans are better in every way. For I mean, got to be. But um, we've not got much stats on the Texans with Tyrod Taylor. He's been out most of the year. I would say they still wouldn't be very good. But ten points. Tennessee. They they didn't cover last week against a, a good Saints team. But um, you got maybe if they're getting close to the bye, you know, let's um, you know just kind of get out of here with the win. Ten points is a lot in NFL. I think if if this season taught us anything, that that's a lot of points. You know, I think it says a lot about the Titans that keep coming out, and they're an undermanned football team. Julio Jones went on injured reserve. They're without Derrick Henry for most likely the rest of the season. I still mm-hmm. think there might be a small window that he can return for the playoffs. They're the number one seed in the AFC right now. Like they're. They're the cream of the crop. Do I think that they could go on to win the AFC without Derrick Henry? Be crazy. I have a hard time believing it, but Ryan Tannehill is playing good football. You know, I I want to say that they're going to get a healthy Julio at some point, and they're going to get some big time production out of him. On the defensive side of the ball, they were undermanned, practice squad guys, just but they found ways to win games. Yep. And they're playing good football at the right time. They beat the Bills. They beat the Chiefs. They beat the Colts twice. Beat the Rams. Beat the Rams. Beat, the Saints. beat the Saints. I mean, these are good wins. <laughs> yes, man. good. They wins. are. They've they've won. Man, a lot of good. Mike Rabel, man. And they've co- they've covered all those. Yeah, because they've not been favoring. Well, they've not been favoring a bunch of them. Yeah. And yeah, and they just outright wins, and then yep. yeah, just yeah. I think Rabel's building a resume there to be you know known as one of the premier coaches in this league. Yep. Ten points. It's a lot. That's yeah, my thing. Back door is always backing, open. I have a hard time backing the Texans at all. I would stay away, um, but I, I'm going to lean Titans here. I think they pummel them. It is a division game, though, and that normally kind of changes things. But yeah. I, I just don't think much of the Texans, and I think the Titans take care of business at home. I got you. Packers at Vikings, another 1 o'clock kick uh, with a loaded 1 o'clock slate here. Honestly, but loaded. Um, Love it. Aaron Rodgers uh, really didn't have to do much to get his offense rolling because their defense is playing lights out. Yep. Uh, blanked Seattle, I believe it was seventeen yep. nothing. Sure was did. Final score held the Chiefs the week before to fourteen points. Yep. AJ Dillon or uh, thirteen maybe. Yeah. Yep. 
AJ Dillon spells uh, Alex Jones. Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones. I'm sorry, Alex Jones. (laughs) (laughs) He's the globalist. Coward. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, Aaron Jones is now out. And A.J. Dillon is the premier back. Yeah. And that guy is a hoss. Yes. That man runs the ball really hard. I have him in our league that we have together because someone dropped him. Yeah, you know, not a good job, dude. <laughs> uh, so, uh, I was the one to benefit off that. I think he's going to run really hard. I think the Vikings have a lack of pass rush. I know I go against this team, it seems like, every single week. Yeah, and you do. this is the week that I'm going to – Say, you know what? I'm going with the Vikings. I'm on the Vikings. And I, you know, I'm li- wrong, I've, I've done good with the Vikings this year. If I'm wrong for them, if I'm wrong for it, I'm going to stay away from them the rest of the year. I think they're undervalued, man. I just they've been they've not lost. Uh, I think they've not been down in the game by more than a touchdown or something. So it's that might have been the Dallas game. Yeah, like they they're just in all these close games. I mean, they essentially play like, a home. They essentially play a home game against the Chargers last week, which they won. Because uh, we know that the Chargers have no, they have no um, home field advantage. Yeah. Um, the Packers, you know, I, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to have a ton of time to throw in this game. Everything's uh, even when I'm looking at man, yards per play. What is the under here? Uh, over under total on this game. Um, what was it? Forty started at fifty and a half. Bet down to forty seven and a half. I'm going under here. Going under, yeah. Like the the as good as the Packers defense is, yeah. And then the the Vikings, it is good. Yeah, uh, the Packers defense is playing lights out, and their offense. I mean, the Packers offense has just been kind of ho hum the last couple of weeks. I know they did have the Jordan Love start. I, I'm going to take the Vikings, but if I'm making a play here, I'm playing the under. Does it go? I mean, does this really come down to do we get good Derek, uh, good Kirk Cousins, or do we get? Horrible, Kirk Cousins. One o'clock game. Yeah, I mean, because I mean, you could get no either, You could really just get either one. Yeah. Um, I like I see. Yeah, I'm I'm Minnesota here, man. I've had the best of luck with Minnesota this year, so I like them. I like them in any scenario, getting points, especially at home. I just love it. So that's uh, that's one going on my card for sure. The the old Vikings. So my team next. Yes, sir. The Cincinnati Bengals travel to Sin City. To play the Las Vegas Raiders, coming off a horrible, yes. uh, demeaning loss to the Kansas City Chiefs, was not bad pretty, bet. Was I wasn't pretty. the only one on the Raiders last week. No, that's a I, bad bet. I kind of felt like it was the get right spot for Kansas City. Um, and what was Deshaun Jackson doing? <sighs> he ran bad. backwards. Yeah, that was bad. I mean, that's at worst, guy. he would have got he guy, got tackled though. at like the ten. At yeah. worst, the ball still got popped out. Yeah, because he started running backwards. <laughs> That's what happens <laughs> when you run it back towards the defense. Yeah, yeah, that'll happen. You know, he's the he's also the one that um, he dropped the ball a yard short against Dallas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's just he's a funny guy. Yeah, uh, weird know, guy. You got to take the good with the bad, Deshaun. <laughs> he's getting so, a little too old for that. So Cincinnati coming off the bye uh, before that came off the horrible, embarrassing losses. To Cleveland, yes. Um, Cincinnati's a weird team for weird. me right now, man. They're so weird to embarrass the Ravens and then come back and get embarrassed by Cleveland. I love them though. Like I love, I love the team. I love our players. I love the youth. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, right now Chase has kind of slowed down a little bit. 
Yeah, and I think I think part of that's just game plan coming out. You know, you've got teams figure out how yep. to guard you. You get some film, and you that's you kind of the out. next step you got to take is how do you get past that now? And yep. So. And he's a rookie, so he'll learn from it. Um, I haven't heard a whole lot about Joe Mixon this year. What what's going on there? Mixon's had a pretty good year, I believe. Okay. Yeah, he's been he's been our uh, our featured back. No Bengals doubt. Have, yeah. Bengals have weapons. Uzama's turned into a pretty reliable weapon for Burrow. Uh-huh. Um, this is a decent spot for the Bengals to get right against a kind of a bad defense. I think Burrow is one of the top seven, eight, nine, ten quarterbacks in the league. I think it's a big bounce back spot for him. Zach Taylor should have his guys ready to play. Uh, Joe Mixon eighth in the league in uh, rushing. Okay. Yeah, by player. Okay. Derrick Henry out last week still tied for first with Jonathan. Jonathan Taylor just caught him last week. It's in number one, Derrick Henry, 937 yards. Number two, Taylor with the same yards. Yep. No, buy, no buy there. Next closest to that is Nick Chubb with 721. And he missed a, he's missed some games now. Nick Chubb's the shit, dude. Yeah. I, love I, I think it just kind of speaks to... Lamar uh, Jackson's seventh on the uh, list. Yeah, I think it just kind of speaks to a lot of these teams go with the committee. Yeah. And that, you know, that's kind of what's expected. Where does Core Daryl Patterson rank on that list? Uh, well, he's way down here. I don't see him anywhere. Um, of course, he's kind of 41st. Yeah. yeah he's, he's Swiss Army knock, though. He, Jalen Hurts, 11th. 11th, 11th most uh, rushing yards in the league. Yeah. I mean, I feel like Jalen's good for about 40 a game at least. Yeah. So. 547 on the year. Yep. He's playing well. He's running it well. Uh, but I, I like the Bengals in this spot. Um, I I, I kind of said last week that this is about the time of the season where things start to unravel for the Raiders a little bit. Yeah. I don't know if that's a – you know, I, I don't think it was a John Gruden thing uh, who's suing the league, by the way. Yeah, I saw that. Um, I wish he'd just go away now. <laughs> I love Gruden, but now I just like – with this whole thing, you just kind of know when to quit. I just – I never really bought into this Raiders team. I, I don't think they have that much talent. Yeah. Um, I think they're short on talent in this game. Um, it, it's a good quarterback matchup, but, you know, I, I think the Bengals can figure it out here. They have to. Yeah, you know, the Raiders kind of have to, too. It's, they, a must, it's a must win for yeah, both, I would think. Yeah, I mean, especially in their division races. Yeah. You, you wonder if Kansas City can keep it going. We're going to get to them. I like the Raiders. Get to them in a minute. I'm on the Raiders. Again, I shouldn't be. But I am. Yeah, I, I just I think it's that time that they start to fall apart. And if they lose here, they go to Dallas Thursday. The Raiders do? Yeah. Oh. So that they need this. That feels yeah. like a but yeah, the Raiders do need this. They gotta have it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh I'm gonna go with the Bengals though. Um to Seattle we go. Seattle. Uh, they are playing the Cardinals, who should get Kyler Murray back. Cardinals are a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Um, I think Kyler's going to be shaking off a little rust here. I think uh, he's going to be limited, too. I don't know if he's fully healthy coming into Sunday. Yeah, he's got an yeah. ankle. Division game, um, mm-hmm. you know, this game brought us last year. It was in Arizona, but this brought us the infamous DK Metcalf running down Buda Baker down the sideline. Oh, yeah. yeah brought that. that God, what a chase. play. God, both, both those guys are really good. Um, Russell Wilson probably shook off most of his rust last week against Green Bay. Yeah, they got shut out. I don't couldn't, read much into it, Couldn't honestly. get much worse than that. I think only holding uh, Green Bay to 17 is a good something to stand. That, yeah. Seattle defense has kind of gotten yeah. a lot better. For some, They for had team, to with Geno. For a defense that doesn't 
have many names outside of like Jamal Adams and Bobby Wagner. I can't really think of much else of it. Yeah. Out there, I know they have Quandre Diggs. I think. Uh huh. But um, I I tend to lean the Seahawks here just because I think Russell Wilson is closer to one hundred percent than Kyler Murray is. Uh, yeah, I'm the same here. I like Seattle at home, divisional game. I think uh, too. I think the Arizona's they they've played a little over their head. Let's. I mean, I think they're good, but they played. You know. They kind of did this last year. Where they're going to have to. They're going to have to come back down to earth a little bit, and I think this is what. If they lose one more game, I think they're probably right where they should be. Yeah, the the Cardinals kind of did this last year, where they you know started off really hot, and then towards the middle of the year they kind of fade off, and then by the end of the year they're just an average football team. And I think Seahawks. that says a lot about their coaching. I think they're a team that's a. I think Seattle's the team with the coaching advantage here. Yeah, I like Seattle at home. Yeah, I'm. Or they're uh, tougher to beat. I'm. Well. Uh, I'm betting this one. This okay. is this going on my card. Okay. Seahawks. To Arrowhead, we go. Favorite game of the week. I love this. Yeah, it, uh, it's gonna be. Uh, love as this far game on the entertainment value scale. Uh, this is. Uh, In the immortal words of Lane Kiffin, get your popcorn ready. Yep. I, I think <laughs> I think that's also in the uh, words of. One former Cowboys and Eagles receiver Terrell Owens. Oh, really? Ready. Yeah. Okay. Uh, used before a Dallas Green Bay play uh, regular season game when yeah. both teams were, I think they were both undefeated or maybe both. Oh, okay. Lost. Yeah. Uh, Favre was still a quarterback in that game. True. And he got knocked out, and that was the first time we ever saw Aaron Rodgers in the NFL. Really? Yep. So. A little tidbit. Yep. Uh, just a fun fact there, but uh, two completely different quarterbacks here. We're looking at Dak Prescott, who should be fully uh, fully recovered. back. They got they got right last week. Yep. Yep. Uh, they they put it down on Atlanta last week. It, <laughs> it wasn't. Down. They a town stomped yes. Atlanta. Crushed them. Uh, it it was never really close, and I I hate to hate to boast the Cowboys, but that's what we're doing here, I guess. Uh, they go to Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes gets right as well. Uh, just absolutely shreds the Raiders. Five touchdown passes. I think he had over 400 yards. Yeah. Travis Kelsey's getting involved in the offense again. I think it's going to be a shootout, man. Both offenses are averaging about six yards a play. Both defenses are giving up about six yards a play. Yeah. So, the, I mean, the, I see a lot I think of the points. Cowboys are a better defense. Yeah. Um, you know, I could kind of see this game shaking out the way the New England game did. Yeah. Where, you know, we could go to overtime and whoever gets the ball, well, Belichick punted that one away. Yeah. So I tell you, that Chiefs game last week kind of scared me, man. I just, I think the Chiefs might be getting back. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And uh, you have a coach that's quite familiar with this Cowboys team, Andy Reid. Coaching coach matchup, it's him. not even close either. I yeah, mean, I think yeah. So. I mean, both both guys have won Super Bowl piece. Sure, so. I just I think Andy Reid's head and shoulders. Okay. Yeah, I like Reid a lot. Coaching matchup there. Okay. I, everything at the beginning of the week told me was like, go Dallas, Dallas, Dallas. And the more I've looked into it, I'm like Chiefs. Could you see a big game out of Zeke here? Maybe I don't know. They're uh, I just see a lot of pat. The I think the Cowboys they're they're very balanced, but I think they want to be like. 60 40 pass it seems they just got so many receiver weapons you got to get them the ball so and it doesn't seem like zeke's like really hating it i mean i think zeke's fine as a 10 to 15 runs a, a, a game kind of i guy. mean he's getting paid so i don't yeah like he, uh then they've uh, just they've got a great backup too there's just so yeah. many weapons you got to get them to them yeah i'm going chiefs i don't I, they don't even have to win by a field goal 
I mean, I mean, they don't have to win by more than a field goal. I mean, so they can win by three and you cover. They're at two and a half now. Um, I don't know if I see this line moving any. It stayed the same all week. So I think too, I don't think they're going to let this get to three either way. I think the Cowboys can afford to drop another game here. Um, mm-hmm. Just because they play in such a bad division, the Eagles are you know multiple games back, uh, Giants are multiple games back, and Washington is also not there. So with that, I you know I think the Chiefs they might not be better, but it might just be you want to take the home team here, uh, getting under a foot or their favorite goal. Yeah, yeah, it's under a field goal. Um, Cowboys have the big spot at home on th- on Thanksgiving. I think the Cowboys afford to lay down here. I think the Chiefs uh, are just better on this day. Yeah, um, that's kind of how I feel. Steelers travel to Los Angeles in what should be a home football game for the Pittsburgh Steelers <laughs> on All the way Sunday across night. The yeah. um, Mike Tomlin, historically really good in these spots. Um, Chargers, non existent fan base yeah. at home. Um, Chargers six point favorites. I don't know how the Chargers are favored by six against anybody right now. Yeah, who um, do they? They just lost to the Vikings. Yeah. Yep. 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 Um, I'm on the Steelers, man. Yeah, I I uh, I agree. Whether uh, bit whether Ben starts or not, they'll get Ben back. I, you know, if Rudolph pl- plays, that might sway me a little bit. Six points is just a lot for the Chargers right now. I almost would rather see if Ben. I mean. If Ben goes down, do you think they give it? They get it to seven points. You get a full touchdown. If Ben is said they're not playing, he's not playing. If it was a seven, I would probably play it. I, I would say it's a stay away from me right now. Yeah. Um. You know, Herbert's playing good. He, he's turning it over a little bit. He didn't turn it over against the Eagles, but I think he did throw an interception or two against the Vikings last week. Yeah. Uh, Dalvin Cook should be. a cleared to play. I know he has a domestic violence thing up in the air, but I think he played last week. Pittsburgh's got to come back after that tie to the... Everyone's laughing at him, you know? Yeah. they got to come back and prove they're still the Steelers. Yeah. Um, another another tidbit here is the, the Eagles ran it very well against the Chargers. Uh, I'm not sure how Davin Cook ended up last week against them. Najee could have a big game here. I yeah. feel like I say that every week, but Najee's good, man. Yeah, yeah I, I think he's an offensive rookie of the year candidate. Um, but I, I'll lean Pittsburgh here as well. I, I just don't believe in what the um, what the Chargers are pulling out in their fan base right now. Um, they're better on the road than they are at home. So yeah, um, Pittsburgh. We'll see. Uh, long Tom, long way to that game. That's the night yeah. game. So Tomlin Tomlin finds a way to cover in these spots. So. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and then Monday night we go to uh, Tampa Bay where the defending Super Bowl champions will face the New York football giants. Mm. And they are 11-point favorites. Yep. Uh, we know Tom Brady uh, has the history with this team. Giants played the Bucks very, very close yes. on a Monday night in 2020. Yeah. Did you pull that score for us? Yeah, let me see. Uh, head to head. Yep. 11, 25 to 23. Giants were a 13 point dog and covered big time. Yeah. So, Daniel Jones is playing better football. What is our status on Saquon Barkley right now? Is Always he, a little bit guy? hurt, at least. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, <laughs> I'm not expecting him to be 100%. Um, 
you know, in a... I don't see anything about him uh, not playing, so... Man. He might be might be questionable. He's, he's about he's just about he's about eighty percent. Yeah. he's just a standing eighty yeah. percent. He's always. You no, know, I, I thought Washington ran it decent against Tampa last week. If he can go, you know, maybe we can get a breakout spot for Saquon. Maybe propel you to a win that you need in your fantasy league. Um, Bucks. I will never draft Saquon Barkley ever again. No, yeah, I, I wouldn't blame you. Uh, until he switches teams, at least. Um, maybe Bucks. In a rare spot here, could be looking at three losses in a row. Yeah, and that's my. I just. How can you not see them just coming out and? I, I'm I'm on the Bucks, covering the laying the points. Short week for the Giants. Uh, they're they're gonna go, and face the Eagles on Sunday. So that'll be a divisional game. I know y'all don't care that much about that, but um, the Giants. You know, I think Daniel Jones is playing okay. Um, I'm yeah. I'm not the biggest Joe Judge guy. Yeah. But they're you know not a big playing. not a big Judge guy. No. Don't like the Judge. They're it's okay. Well, I mean, I don't like anything about the Giants. But, yeah. Um, I I just I don't know. It's a it's a big number. It is. It's a big number in this league, and I feel it like is. I've said that about every double digit spread. It's just I went with two. I went with the Browns and the Bucks to cover some to cover eleven point spreads. Yeah, I mean. I'm going Bucks. Give me the give me the Brady's. You know what? I, I think I'll go against the grain here and go against what I've said earlier in the show. I'll take the Bucks here. They're the Super Bowl champs. I don't think they're the favorites right now to win the Super Bowl, but I would say they're second uh, behind Green Bay. But do you think uh, Antonio Brown's fake vaccination card will help him in this game? <laughs> he is gonna play. I don't. I don't. Can you suspend him for that? I think it's a findable like by law. I think it's like a, a like a thing. Yeah, that's a punishable offense. <laughs> you can't just have a fake because that's a that's can, a na- that's like a registered national like form like document. Could Antonio Brown just get cut tomorrow? Probably I mean, he Is should. But Tom Brady offense? weirdly loves him. He like let him stay at his oh, crib yeah. and yeah. I mean and Tom, I mean what Tom says goes right now in Tampa. So I mean I don't. Maybe I feel like he's got that kind of pull. He could be like, you know, y'all ain't touching it, you know, Antonio. But I don't know. I just hope that his card showing that he's vaccinated helps him this game. I just hope it helps him play good. That's how I feel. I think I'm gonna <laughs> agree with you here. Um, I, I like the Bucks at home on a Monday night. Going Bucks? Uh, they're not gonna go. They're not gonna lose three games in a row. Yeah. Uh, they'll cover these points. The Giants, at the end of the day, aren't that good of a football team. Yeah. Too many weapons for Tampa. And two, their Giants are coming off a bye, but they uh, they're coming off a big win. They just beat yeah, the they, <laughs> they beat the Raiders, so maybe a little bit of a letdown spot. Then the Bucks just got to get right, so they just not look look very good. Yep. So I like gotta, it. They got to stay in that NFC home field advantage hunt. So, but this NFL, this, see, I want to say the NFL picture is kind of. I mean, the playoff picture is kind of shaping up, but it's really not. I mean, no, it's a little no. clear, but there's AFC so many teams. pictures are so. AFC wildcard picture is a mess. NFC wildcard picture is a little shaky, but a little more clear. But there are some teams in the hunt. Minnesota's in the hunt. Philly's in the hunt. NFL slate's so much better than the college slate this year, this week. I I agree. Um, I think there's some games that I could end up playing on this. Um, And we'll let all that go out on our Twitter feed Um, with what we're taking. You can follow us at BG Betting Pod and at 
at BG Betting Pod. <laughs> so that's the NFL, um, and can't wait for Sunday. Yeah, absolutely. On to the slap dick team. Yes, sir. Let's make sure we play like the fucking New York Jets and not some fucking slap dick team. That's what I want to see tomorrow. Do we understand what the fuck I want to see tomorrow? Let's go to eat a goddamn snack. Back with the slap dick team of the week. John Bones, who do we have? The Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns. Go up to Foxborough. Destroyed. And they lay an absolute egg. <laughs> they got 40, well, not quite an egg, but seven uh, seven points. Go up 7 nothing. They did. They didn't score again. No. 45 unanswered to the Patriots. Got just mollywop. Just, I mean, just crushed in every way. Wasn't close. Matt Jones uh, just played a very efficient game. Uh, just kind of dinking dunked the Patriots down the field and that perfect Bill Belichick, Josh McDaniel system. And they just, handled him. The Browns handled him without Damian Harris. Ramondre Stevenson was the guy. They just continue to do things, the Browns, that you just don't expect. They're just so talented and come out and just get yep. murdered. Spe- especially after you know coming off the Cincinnati win uh, where that game wasn't close. And you know, it seems like they shed OBJ and they find a way to get themselves right, and they, they just don't. Yeah, uh, they went. They went to New England and they played a team that has a better coach than them, a team that was more prepared than they were. Way more prepared. A team Awful. that has honestly has a quarterback that's playing better right now. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. I mean, really, got to be the slap dig team. Cleveland Browns just terrible, terrible performance. Um, after that, uh, got our, I guess locks or we could just kind of go through our cards. I don't have a ton. Of plays this week. Um, if I had to pick a lock for each, um, I really, I almost hate it, but I do like Cincy over the SMU, covering that eleven points. I think the Cincy defense is the difference. I don't know if SMU's played a team like that this year. And I think Cincy's hungry. I think they kind of sense that playoff spot being open, and it starts with them if they can win this game. You know, two three touchdowns that puts them firmly. It's going to be hard to keep them out, basically. And my NFL bet, I love the Vikings this week. They're getting two and a half points at home. I think, I think they win the game outright. Whoa. Love the Vikings. Love them. I think they're so undervalued. You're the money line. I think they're undervalued. I think Kirk Cousins gets traded on. Um, no, and I'm still going to take my two, two and a half points. That might be a weird thing, but I was just, I take my points. So. I mean, in that case, I feel like, I feel like the line is low enough to where. It might, yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, I, I might as well. I love the Vikings. Love yeah. it. Um, all right. Uh, on the college slate for me, it's kind of a difficult week. Uh, I agree. I don't know what I'll play and what I won't. But as far as a lot goes, I almost went uh, Iowa State, too. But Yeah. I can kind of see it. I'm kind of pressed. I yeah. don't know. It's a tough one. I just you can play a total too. It doesn't have to be a, a spread. Yeah, I just don't see how Clemson has enough offense to beat Wake Forest. Okay, uh, I think Sam Hartman will be able to do just enough offensively. Wake Forest is playing for an ACC championship berth and uh, right to go to a, a 
New Year's Six Bowl. Yep. So uh, I like Wake. I, I think I'll take them and their points. Uh, you know, uh, a sneaky lock here for me, though, uh, I'll give an honorable mention. Um, Oregon, three-point dogs at Utah. Something doesn't smell right to me about that, but maybe there's something to it. Maybe it's yeah. just a fishing line. Maybe it is what you said earlier in the show, and that's just, you know, or one of the teams has to go week to week, and maybe that maybe this week it's Oregon. It's Oregon's and that would turn. Yeah. All but for sure knock them out of the hunt. In the NFL um, – there's a lot going on here. I, I think there's a lot that I like uh, this week. But if I can pick anything, um, I think I'm going to lock up the Panthers uh, minus three and a half against Washington. Okay. I think it's a it's a chance for – I don't think that Ron Rivera necessarily wanted to get rid of Cam Newton. Um, I like the play. And I, I, think, I think Cam – I can't remember the logistics of that if Ron Rivera was let go before Cam – I don't think Cam yeah. Newton played under Matt Rule. I don't even remember how that I all went down. I think they might have both went out. Maybe yeah. Ron Rivera got one more year with Cam. I'm, I can't remember. Um, but I, I think uh, Cam Newton uh, will have this team on track. Christian McCaffrey's back and running hard, catching the ball out of the backfield. I think he had 10 catches last week. Man is a Swiss Army knife. Yeah. As we all know, uh, just doing what he's supposed to do for the fantasy owners out there that draft him first overall, like me. Not that you all care. But uh, I'll, I'll take the Panthers at home. Uh, they're in the hunt. Uh, got like one it. of those wild card teams. New life, new quarterback. Yep. Love it. But So that's our show this week. Uh, looking forward to Feast Week. Looking forward to Thanksgiving football. Uh, you have any big plans next week? Uh, just the usual. Yeah, go see both, both sides of the family. Okay. It's a just jam-packed day. Just... How have you been? How are we're, you? How are the kids? We're hosting. I don't have any, but we're, you know. we're hosting our first Thanksgiving. We're doing all are the you? cooking. Yeah. How are you? Are you looking forward to it? I am. I am. Yeah. I, I'm ready to put some dishes out there that uh, you know, need some attention. What is what is what is your best dish? It's gotta be that dip. My best dish. Which dip? What which dip is it? Yeah, I love the the crack dip. It's the cheese and like sausage and like, oh, just the queso dip. Yeah, the queso. I don't dip. know if that would be queso. out. But, uh, um, <laughs> we're gonna deep fry turkey. So you're you frying know. a turkey? Yeah. You know what you're doing? I've done it twice. So okay. Yep. I just know that's kind of dangerous. A yeah, of, I, a lot of hot grease. I got this. You got it? Yeah. Okay. Chef Bones. Yep. I love it. Yep. Uh, so, but we'll we'll get into all that next week. Um, yes, sir. Looking forward to the NFL slate next week. Uh, I think we should talk some college hoops next week. It's a big week. Yeah, um, there's a few big games. There's just a ton of games in general, but um, I'm I'm just having trouble getting a, uh, my head around all the different things going on. There's so many games and teams, and I'm kind of collecting some thoughts and information at the moment. But yeah, as we get going, we get cooking into that season, it's going to be another fun one. It looks like. Yep, Cat's got an interesting game against Ohio. Yeah, Ohio's a good team. I, uh, to, yeah, so I think they're. Uh, they should win, but I'd like to see the spread. If it's if it's like 15-16, I might. No, I know Ohio. Ohio might cover. I know University of Ohio. Is it Ohio University? Yes, like the Bobcats. Yeah, I'll say this. Yes. They burned me on a free play yeah. in the tournament last year. So I went to the Creighton-UC um, Santa Barbara game, tournament game last year in Indy. <laughs> yeah. And played – uh, UC Santa Barbara for a decent amount, yeah, and they barely just barely lost to Creighton, yeah, and it was a heartbreaker. 
and then I used my free play for signing up with a, I think it was William Hill's book. Yeah. In Indiana, and um, used my free play on Ohio against Creighton again, and they just didn't show up at all. So Got I hope out. Kentucky beats Ohio by forty tomorrow. I hope so. Yeah, yeah. I like to see us get rolling. Us, we got the leading assist guy in the country with Wheeler and the leading rebounder with uh, with Oscar. Yep. So, fun times. So. Yep. I like this team. I, I hope they keep it rolling. For sure. But Dude, yeah, that's, when do uh, we play a big-time opponent again? Though? Dude, we got cupcakes until we got that Ohio State. We always play like Ohio State and Vegas. And we play at Notre Dame, I want to say, and then uh, Louisville. So we play those three. And then during conference in like February is the Man, Big 12 Challenge. It, we play at Kansas. It stinks that we lost that Michigan game. I know. I, wanna, I just don't get it, man. He just yeah. won't. I mean, I just don't get it. Don't yeah, get it. I, I was like – course my wife it's not gonna change it's been this way this whole time my wife she's originally from about halfway between ann arbor and east lansing yeah so we go through ann arbor every single time that we go up there yeah and i i was gonna make like a distinct effort to try and go to that game that'd be a cool one to go to yeah i I just i'm sick that that one doesn't happen for us and we just don't play we just don't play those i just you know, Duke's going to play Gonzaga in a yep, couple weeks. I know. It's not a home-and-home, home, but that's kind of what they were talking you about. Said that. UCLA's like, playing them, too. UCLA's playing Duke? Uh, Gonzaga. UCLA and Gonzaga are rematching. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, so. I knew that's coming up. Uh, that'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, we'll deep dive into college basketball. We're going to try to give you those shows pretty regularly as well. But I think it'll just hurt. transition once football's – away it'll kind of just go to week to week basketball but yep. football and basketball will be kind of going on at the same time for a while so yeah yeah so this is fun i'm enjoying doing it uh excited for this weekend and excited to see what the holiday weekend will bring us so uh, we'll talk to you next week and y'all have a great weekend and best of luck definitely peace out Slap it the ways way bigger. Pull your back, but it